0: Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Hans Pearson, CEO of the Store Local Group
1: and I'm Mark Greg, I'm the national Head of Revenue for Store Local.
0: In light of recent events, we thought we'd get some experts from all around the globe to share their experiences and give us something to take away and apply it into our businesses over the coming days and weeks
1: we're really excited so let's get into it it's Mark Gregg here from Store Local I've got Hans the CEO of Store Local and I've got Kevin Shee so Kevin thank you very much for your time obviously it's very precious at the moment so perhaps uh, to start with if you could just introduce yourself explain obviously about your business and then we'll Mm -hmm. ask some questions from there
2: Okay. So my name is Kevin Shi. Uh, I own a self storage chain in Hong Kong called SC storage. We have about 37, 38 locations right now, uh, a bit over 10,000 customers. Uh, we've been around for 20 years and uh, we're mainly in Hong Kong and Macau.
1: And uh, so Kevin, obviously um, it's pretty, uh, and how are you experiencing with the, with uh, the coronavirus at the present moment in terms of obviously more about obviously your experience within the sites. So if I could be probably more okay. specific about uh, from a storage perspective, and then obviously we'll talk about customers at that point in time as well.
2: Okay, so uh, China has first experienced the uh, coronavirus in as soon as as early as January, and prior to that, in Hong Kong, we had the massive student protests. So so things hasn't been well for Hong Kong for the last twelve months. Uh, it's just like maybe two weeks of breaks, and then from one 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 crisis to another crisis. Uh, uh, so far, uh, our rental, we haven't been growing, uh, we've been flat, uh, we've been able to boost our profitability by, uh, increasing, uh, increasing, uh, uh, increasing our cost cutting. And also, uh, we're still able to raise rent up till two months ago. So, so, so we're still like making more, more money, but in that sense, uh, last two months because of the virus it's, it's been pretty bad. We're not able to raise rent. Uh, we've been compared to other, other, uh, businesses, uh, move out has not been much, but still is, is, we're not growing at all. Uh, how else? Uh, uh, we have a new batch of customers that are saying they're they've they've been dislocated, their store has been uh, bankrupt, so they need to store things. So so uh, those uh, type of customers has been able to subsidize or complement the uh, the people that's moving out. Uh, on the other side, on the other side, because uh, our back office is in China. Uh, because of the lockdown, they they weren't coming to work, and they're supposed to be technically work from home. And working from home is not as efficient as working with, with a fast internet and site link at the office. So as a result, our uh, default rate or, or our cash flow has gone down like 20% last month because everybody's working from home, and which is you know. So uh, we we had a huge uh, uh, effort to 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 call back and collect rent this month, and luckily we've been able to uh, recruit most of the uh, rental in arrear this month for that. Uh, for that so going forward um, in Hong Kong they've sealed off the borders uh, we had a last wave of last-minute people that came in so we've been having a, a spike in new cases but if this spike has been, is, been able to contain within the next one two weeks I think we're pretty pretty well off having like very little cases but having said that uh, the entire tourism everything is blocked off where we're everybody that comes in has to be mandatory quarantine so so uh, i don't think the economy is going to pick up for at least another four or five months if uh, that's earliest yeah
1: so kevin just uh, earlier you mentioned about the debt it would be good to understand like you like you said the staff weren't able to be operating the site and um yeah. how did you obtain how did you get the delinquents back in their order because obviously a month's pretty quick to get it back into order is there any tips that you yeah. can provide to anyone out yes. there,
2: please? Uh, yes. Uh, we, we, we kind of scare them with the late fees and some of them, they, they, they do, they do need the, they do need the storage. Uh, in terms of cash flow, we don't usually do this. We, uh, we allow people to prepay one year, but uh, because we want to raise the rent every year, but because of the cash flow emergency, we allow some people with deeper pockets to prepay two years for 15, 12 to 15% discount. So one person who prepays two years can probably offset maybe five or six people who's delinquent, right? And another thing that we do is uh, before we would give them leeway, some of our sites are still full, like 95, 96% full. And usually our our contract says if you're in a rear for two months, we, we throw your stuff away. But for the sake of argument, we usually leave it to maybe four or even five months so that they have no reason to come back and complain to our staff or anything. But during times of crisis like this, we usually throw their stuff away like two months or two and a half months max because we we want to keep the cash flow coming we we don't want any deadbeat people to 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 stay an extra three months on beyond the deadline that, that we sign for them so that new people who's bankrupt or who's who's uh, who's being dislocated can come in with fresh amount of cash so that's another strategy that we do a third strategy that we did do is we start changing our messaging focus instead of like making fun you know uh like 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 at the usual commercial we're like targeting more buyers related no we're here for you uh if you need to downsize if you're dislocated please contact us and all that so that's more relevant to people that resonates to people and uh, we're the cheapest in town like price sensitivity that's also important right now in, in, in our market
0: so so with your marketing have you you you've you've come at it from the angle of uh, a, a compassionate angle we you know we're here for you sort of yeah. thing uh price. and then what about yeah pricing might, yeah so so it's sort of two stages so really you're being fairly aggressive on discounting and and being innovative in the
2: way that you, oh, you very you, i mean uh uh we're pretty pretty aggressive uh we we give them basically uh we give them uh, if they prepay like because we're also down in cash with the last month right if they prepay six months we're throwing uh, if they offer to prepaid uh, six months, we're offering to pay, uh, give them one extra three months, one, one, one month extra. If they prepay one year, we give them uh, 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 two months extra. So so we're not doing to uh, everybody. We're only doing it to people who are, you know, who, who, who are uh, behind. Uh, we're, do, we're doing it to, to, to sites that, that were are not full. Yeah. And also uh, another strategy that we're doing is uh, 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 some of our sites or leaseholds, some of our sites that's, uh, that are, 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 are freehold that we own, right? Uh, some of the leasehold one that we own with the landlord, uh, the leases do. due. So my next my next strategy, uh, and I hope I don't get to that, is is to downsize, just to give back the site to, to the landlord. And because uh, based on past experience, we can funnel uh, close to 60, 65% of the customers to our nearby sites. Mm-hmm. So by giving up some of the sites, uh, downsizing uh, some of our staff, and just final 70 percent of the site, we're actually making more money. So, so uh, in in the short and near term, we have it doesn't really impact our cash flow or our uh, our business operation. Uh, uh, but but you cannot keep on downsizing like that. I mean, you got to keep a certain size. You know, I mean, this this game is about scale, right? So that's mm-hmm. that's like a plan B for us.
0: Yeah. And what about your employees? How are you finding your your in store employees uh, being impacted by this crisis and the interactions they're having with customers and, and how do you manage that? Uh,
2: uh, they, they don't uh, at the beginning, they couldn't find any masks, So we had to provide masks for them. They were kind of like, you know, if there's no mask. They don't want to go to work, you know? So you gotta like, you know, you gotta work through their emotions on that. And then, uh, and then uh, once masks become available, I start giving them like a quota to buy things to uh, sanitize the, uh, the, the sites. And, and honestly, I tell you, that, that budget went up the roof you know we give them like you know 2 3000 uh, us and then went up with like 4000 like i was like what are you bringing those things back home so i mean it, you, you got to have a balance, balance line i mean you know, it's okay to be compassionate with your staff and you know you know buy sanitizer things masks and all that but you got to have a check and balance i mean if you don't they 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 may abuse it you know they may just buy as much as possible because they're afraid or they may even bring it home so so that that's that's, that's something to, to look out for
0: and, and what stage lockdown is Hong Kong and Macau in specifically, and is self storage being regarded as an essential service? So are you able to continue trading?
2: Uh, yeah, we're able to open. Uh, people they discourage us going out to eat. All the restaurants are voluntarily closing at night, but you can get uh, drive through and pickups from the restaurants. McDonald's is, is closing uh, dinner. You can you can buy you can buy you can buy takeouts. Uh, some of the restaurants are following suits. Uh, they ban, uh, they ban alcohol in, uh, in all the, all the restaurants and bars now. So you can still eat there, but you, they, they just don't want you to chit chat, get drunk and, you know, start talking to strangers and all that. Right. So, so, so that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, parks are closing. Uh, you can, you can go out. I mean, I mean, the, the shopping malls are open. Everything's open. It's just, I mean, we got a pretty lucky. I mean, uh, it's 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 just that uh it's just that the bars are not open and the parks are closing and they encourage you to stay home but uh and i, I guess this next two weeks is crucial if the number keeps on dropping then then i think they' they they'll, they'll they'll relax this because everybody's like all the restaurants are, are going bankrupt because of this right uh, uh if they don't if the numbers uh is going back up i think uh further lockdown's gonna be due so next week is pretty critical
1: and is um from this obviously uh, you've uh good. great insight and obviously plenty of tips like how do you sort of see this uh playing out for the future and what sort of things have you learnt that you'll probably put into place across your sites and even from a staff perspective as well
2: i think you should have like a plan b like if you if your size of your storage is uh if your storage is, is of a certain scale you should appoint like a special task force among your, your, your management people that says, because this also comes from my fire, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when crisis happens, a lot of new guys start to panic. And then when they panic, they quit. So when I had my fire, uh, my call center was flooded with calls with people that wants to refund what's going on and all that and they start yelling at everybody. And all the new, new employees, they, they can't handle it, so they quit. So I, my call center had a turn, turn, turnover of 50% within the first two weeks, right? So what happens is you need veterans in your company that is willing to volunteer. Obviously you pay them a bit more, right? So after that, I, I assign like six people, right? That's been with my company for 10 years. So when shit happens, you know, excuse my language, when, when, when crisis happens, the call center people are replaced by these veterans that will sit sitting at the call center and they know how to handle everything. They won't quit, right? Uh, And when things start to normalize again, then then they come back out and then then they do their their own thing. I think an emergency task force for facing customers is is important during crisis times because new guys, they can't handle it.
1: And so if you go back on that, so between the fire and obviously with uh, coronavirus, um, you you put that into play. Uh, How did that, what sort of things would you say there that really worked? And are those staff members that, as you mentioned, they're obviously really critical. They've and you had the staff actually working from home, so obviously you had some pretty challenged challenged times. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Particularly from a customer's perspective as mm. well. Like they would have they would have been copping it pretty pretty mm. bluntly through the call center, surely.
2: Yes, now it's okay. I mean, everybody's in at it. Uh, we're trying to close one of the sites. Uh, we're trying to close one of the sites right now and, and we're trying to ask the customers to move to another site, right? And then we're finding like 30 people, people doesn't want to uh, come to the site because they're, because of some reason they're under self-quarantine. So, so if you have like a flexibility in your clause where like in, in times of crisis with your permission or if you're uncontactable, uh, we have a right to move your stuff under like a, the, 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 the supervision of a third party or something like that. That's another problem that we had uh, during the crisis because uh, we didn't have that clause and then they were trying to get compensation that's beyond what we offered in, in the contract so they refused to come uh, to open the their, their storage uh, for us to uh, move their stuff to a safer place while the building was fall, falling apart. So, so right now we have that clause in our in our, in our in our site like in times of crisis if, if you're un- 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 on or whatever that we can move your stuff uh, uh, blah 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 etc otherwise you're gonna have a problem like legally right? Or just move it I mean chances are based on my experience break the law move it like I don't want to say break the law but just move it first and then deal with the legal complication later because because uh, because uh, sometimes uh, not like one customer can install your whole operation that's going to be really really bad
0: and, and Kevin, given your, your background, you've been through, uh, as you've mentioned, a, a major crisis uh, in recent years <laughs> with, with, a, with a fire. Keep um, <laughs> they keep coming. They uh, keep coming. So you're probably uh, the calmest man in the industry with this current crisis. But uh, what, what would be your, um, your advice to self-storage operators in markets around the world as to what their daily priorities should be right now in, 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 the, in the middle of this? Uh, what should they be focusing on? How should they be communicating to their staff uh, and, and, and to their customers?
2: Uh, daily com- communication is important. Uh, monitor your cash flow. I think cash flow is, is number one. A, if your cash flow starts dwindling down, maybe maybe give some extra incentive for people to prepay, uh, even two-year prepay. If, if, if that worsens, talk to your bank, talk to your landlord, see if you can do a deferral, the deferral payments. Uh, cash flow is, not, is, is, is number one, and also opportunities. I mean, I mean, um, not so much in Hong Kong this time, but last time when we've been through a crisis, uh, properties were going like industrial property were going like forty to forty five percent, like drop forty to forty five percent because uh, because uh, the the seller needed the money. So if you had money, if you had money, then then go for it. I mean, um, I I was able to uh, ask a lot of my customers to prepay me two years to get a bunch of cash last time around to buy a lot of property that was 50% off. So, so that really helped me. So it was like a, that was like a slingshot position where, where it cultivated me to, to a higher level. That was like during the Great Depression, uh, Great Recession in the US. So look out for opportunities, you know. Uh, if you have cash, if you have, uh, if you have a lot of uh, uh, good spare cash, look for advertising channels that's uh, that's usually very expensive maybe tv they 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 for cash but make sure it's long term like they'll probably give you 50 60% off now but say hey i'll i'll pay you but give me it for at least 2 3 years you know strike for long term advertising agreements right now uh, um, and also uh, you know, go go into social media see who you find is competent maybe they got laid off and just start recruiting i mean uh, you can't uh, yeah, you, you, uh, it's time of like this you gotta you gotta know which which are the, the the cream of the crop and right now everybody's getting unemployed and everything this is a good time to, to also capture so don't don't be so pessimistic but you know look for opportunities as well
0: great advice uh, and kevin looking beyond this current crisis how do you see your business uh, are you spending time getting ready for the other side of this and yeah What's ahead hit for you guys?
2: Well, well, Hong Kong has a structural issue. I mean, ever since the fire, the new regulation makes the whole industry not profitable. So unless, I mean, having, having said that, I mean, storage is good. I'd love to get back into the game if, if it's profitable. But like if we were to comply to the fire department, there's no way we can make profit. So having said that, storage continue to be a cash cow for me. I don't, unfortunately, I don't plan to grow it unless I see another opening. Uh, and and just continue to uh, downsize and, and and cash cow cow for uh, now, but on a personal level, I think uh, I'm gonna like be more uh, prudent with my money. I mean, uh, I lost a bit in the storage REITs. <laughs> I mean, the storage government- reads is good, but if things like you know, if a global ca- ca- uh, crisis like this, I tell you, the reads is like an ATM for everybody. They just milk it. It dropped fifty percent. Some of the reads, the industrial reads, it just dropped dropped fifty percent like that. So right, like after this, I'm just resetting my portfolio with like physical brick and mortar storage and, and, and also some weeds, but very very stable. So that's there's a big lesson for me, but hey, I got through it. So so let's just hope and 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 safety first. I mean, like don't think about finance so much. I mean, your family, or your 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 health. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm starting to get second degree. Confirmed cases all of all around me now. Some of them in the states, some of them in in, in Singapore, etc. But I know I know multiple people people whose friends got the virus already. So that's how close it's gotten. So just be careful. I mean, social distancing. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: No good advice. I uh, admire your your energy and also your resilience, Kevin. Uh, it's uh- thank you. That's uh, that's. I hope big...
2: next time I, I talk to you is not about crisis anymore. I mean, oh, no. every time I talk to you is always about handling crisis. I, I hope something positive next time. You know.
0: <laughs> um. You know, any other questions, Greg?
1: Uh, no. Look, I suppose um, for us and for 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 anyone across, obviously Australia, and New Zealand. It's um. You know, it's about us obviously being able to understand bed it down and really work together as a future and i think that's an interesting thing about the industry is that people are willing to share and give and kevin obviously we thank you obviously for your time and to share this sort of information is great and i think that's a good thing about our industry and and we and i think that's something that um everyone can definitely take out of this and crisis um i've personally been through some crises from a from a self-storage perspective as well and um probably having fellow peers that have obviously gone through it is is really good. And you made a good point earlier yeah. about making sure you've got really strong people, uh, particularly for yourself there from a call centre perspective, because, yeah, you do, you do cop it and and even the in-store staff do as well. And, you know, it, it's about that daily communication with them. So yeah. really take that on board, Kevin. Thank you.
0: No, that's good. Uh, I agree with all of that. And uh, thanks again for your time. If it's okay, we wouldn't mind checking in in another few weeks uh, and seeing yeah. how this has all progressed. Uh, yeah. This is pretty live. This thing
2: is exponential. So so, so, <laughs> a week from now is a completely different story. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll
0: be old news. Yeah. Uh, but uh, everyone's sitting in their li- living room watching it go on. So, Kevin, thanks so much for your time. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, we'll let you get back to business and look forward to talking in, sure. uh, in not too far distant future. Thanks, Kevin. Okay.
2: Thank you. Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. bye